evening, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gents. This is a boy Casanova from Orlando, Florida, on this awesome international podcast, Good Wine and Great Laughs, Season 6, Episode 13. And today's stop is a flash eating drug is now taking over America's streets. You know shortly the type of wine I am drinking, so ladies and gents, let's get this party started. Let's go! Alright, ladies and gents, once again, this is Boy Casanova from Orlando, Florida, on this awesome international podcast, season 6, episode number 13, and once again, the topic is a flesh-eating drug is now taking over America's streets. So, ladies and gents, but before I jump right on the topic, I will let you know about the wine of the day here at Casa Casanova. I have this wine from California, ladies and gents. I do not know how to pronounce the name of this wine. I believe it's Dao, spelled D-A-O-U. It's a rosé from Paso Robles, California. And I like the design. I mean, quite a cute kind of bottle. Cute bottle wine, but... There's no information about the wine, except on the vintage of it. It's a 2021 vintage. And alcohol percent of this wine is a 14.1%. So, it just say here, bought by Dow Vineyards, Paso Robles, California. There's not too much information about this wine. But say, let me see. Sound like a mysterious wine no information about it you know so let me see what this wine is all about and i'll let you know surely definitely i love the way this wine smell but the most important thing is how it tastes 14.1, that's how I like it. Well, ladies and gents, I don't know if it has something to do after I was eating, before I started, I was eating some cheese and some chicken salad here. But it tastes okay, but I do not like the aftertaste. There's a little bitter taste of this wine. So this wine, even though the bottle is about $25, $20 plus tax, 
you know, I would give a, I would give a three for this wine as far as because I had the wine, rosé wine that's lasting half a price of this one right here and tastes very, very good. But this one right here, sorry, Paso Robles, but. I definitely, personally, I would not recommend this rosé. I have all the different types of rosé that I tried. That's way, way better than this one right here. I think a little disappointed. This wine right here. And like I said, ladies, I would always tell the truth. My reviews about each wine that I drink on this podcast is nothing but the truth as far as my personal opinion is concerned. Now, you may like it. You know that is you may like this wine, so for this like the same here in America now for different strokes for different folks. So I will post the picture of this wine on all my social medias and also on my YouTube channel. You're going to see the image once you watch the video. And a clear picture is going to be posted on all my social medias. So it's up to you, you know, to see if you want to try this wine. Once again, personally, I would give a three for this wine right here. I could save my money. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen. So, this, the reason my podcast is just once a week is because I take my time to find something that's interesting. And I have a few people, I have somebody that asked me a question about the name of the my podcast, Good Wine and Great Laughs. But the main purpose of this wine, ladies and gentlemen, is to bring topics that directly or indirectly affect us as a society. Sometimes it's going to be some funny topics or some laughs and that. But sometimes I I rather go to the route and to put awareness of what's going on out there. So that's the main purpose of this podcast, ladies, and to bring awareness of what's going on in society. Maybe you never heard about that. Maybe you already heard it. Maybe we live in, in, in Philadelphia. That's what basically is spreading like wildfire in Philadelphia first. But, you know, there are different cases that people do not know. And that's the, that, that's the job that I do here at Casa Casanova is to bring you awareness and to bring the topics that make you pay attention, think about and discuss about it with your families and friends and share this information. That's the purpose. That's the work that I do, ladies and gentlemen. So, so let's go right up, you know, and I found this awesome, awesome report. And I was surprised because this is from the YouTube channel from 7 News Australia. So they sent an Australian report, reporter to come to Philadelphia to talk about their very, very great information. And I was very surprised about it. I heard about it. It's called, it's called this drug named Trank. That's also called the zombie drug, something like that. You're going to listen to the report. Very interesting. Hold on for a second. Let me pause right here. My background music. So you can listen to everything and once again for the youtube channel for this news show called seven news australia so here we go 
Well, the sound of it alone is frightening, and when you see the reality of it, your heart just breaks. A new flesh-eating drug heaping further misery on the drug addiction crisis in America. Our US correspondent David Woywood's just returned from Philadelphia. Good evening, David. Good evening, Michael. Yes, look, it's confronting staff. Uh, we visited one of America's great cities, Philadelphia, and we witnessed it being savaged by this new drug. Now, it is called Trank. It is highly addictive, and users, they are openly injecting and dying on the streets in broad daylight. The scariest part about all of this, however, is that lawmakers still don't have much of a plan in place to try and curb its rapid spread. like 20 of my friends in the past year like it's it's horrible from trying to fentanyl like it's it's been insane out here the xylazine is really making us look like zombies like like physically look like zombies like my leg looks like it's something out of a horror movie hooked in a vicious cycle of brutal addiction Zombie-like victims, slumped and barely conscious, they line these streets openly, injecting themselves and each other. They are the tragic face of America's latest desperate drug emergency. Old heroin, you can go 8 to 12 hours without doing a bag. This is like 2-3 hours later you're starting to feel sick already. Because here, under this train line in northern Philadelphia, drug dealers have perfected a cruel new cocktail, tormenting those at their lowest point. I OD like 13 times in one month because it's, <coughs> it's hard to adjust to it. They're cutting heroin, but more often fentanyl, with a powerful animal sedative called xylazine. It's a lethal mix known simply on these streets Trank and it's supercharging America's raging opioid crisis. And you can see there's still cause in it. You see the cause? Yeah. That's why it's not healing all the way. It's taking lives and limbs. I, I did inject it. I haven't injected there since then. Yeah, but that it can pop up anywhere as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, I definitely hit there. And it pops up down here too. The drug rots human flesh. It's quite literally eating them alive. Like, all this was open like a month ago. Basically from my knee all the way down to my ankle is like no skin, like all exposed. Here, Trank users rely on volunteers to clean and dress their injuries. Most far too gruesome to show. It's a painful process, but a crucial one. I know for sure that I'm probably going to lose at least one of my legs. One thing that you don't really get prepared for is the smell of these rooms, that fetid stench of infection, and it's infecting so many people here in this clinic. Kensington and Allegheny, this is like a drug central right here. I used to live right there on that corner. Few know the deprivation and the desperation on these streets better than Jose Castillo. I've heard these streets here described as the Disneyland. Oh my God, yeah, it's an open air market. Like it's literally a third world country in the United States. For years he lived and more than once almost died here. 
how do you feel now when you see these images? You're six months clean now. I yeah, I see myself. Like I, I used to I used to be that dude. Like I, I remember I get like flashbacks of me sitting right here. Police patrol this lawless pocket of America in name only. It's drug dealers and their masked henchmen running these city blocks. Is it dangerous for us to be around here? Yeah, yeah. definitely, especially like with cameras and with stuff. Like they... A warning realised just seconds later as a street enforcer made it clear. Not. what I'm saying? Hurry up, pull off. Go around, go around them and get away. Yeah, Observers aren't welcome. A hot coffee pitched through our window, a stroke of good fortune, according to our guide, Jose Adamant, it could have been far worse. Whether by gun or needle, life in Kensington, Philadelphia is cheap. Look at that guy, he's just probably on the right there. Has he? The lucky ones are revived only to relapse again and again. It must have been fentanyl because he, he got Narcan once and popped right up. But xylazine is not an opioid and doesn't respond to life-saving Narcan treatments. Around a third of all overdose cases here in Philadelphia are found to contain xylazine and authorities say the drug is spreading at a breakneck speed, racing across the United States and even overseas. I can't think of anywhere in the world where drugs are sold that would be not at risk of xylazine being present in the drug supply. Other US states are now bracing for the full impact of a trank tidal wave. Dark web imports only undermining a government crackdown on overseas shipments. The Department of Public Health doesn't necessarily have like a direct way to you know, prevent xylazine from finding its way into drugs. But we do want to make sure that people understand the composition of the drugs that we're seeing. Withdrawal from Trank is ferocious. Its price only keeping addicts coming back for more. Old heroin, we used to pay $10 a bag. Now we pay $5 a bag and we get sometimes twice as much. For stigmatized users crushed by the weight of unrelenting addiction, help is in short supply. It's a narrow road out for the country's most miserable and those living the horrors of this monumental American failure know it. I'm worried I'm, I'm going to be another statistic. And I don't want to be like that. Yeah, David Woodward reporting there and Henry Lynch, the cameraman in the back seat. All right, ladies and gents, on that note, your boy Casanova is going to take a quick, quick break. When I come back on block number two, you're going to listen to the audio of these two young men in Philadelphia on the neighborhood of Kensington that did one year work and they have some great information, sad information, but also very informative. So, your boy Casanova is going back shortly.
Alright, ladies and once again, this is about Casanova in the second and final block of today's podcast. So let's just jump right on it. And the second video that I found, ladies and gents, related to this, it was from this YouTube channel called The Mobile Instinct. It's a documentary about Kensington, Philadelphia. So, one second, please. All right, ladies, before the video starts, this video isn't going to be for everyone. Some of it may be hard to watch as it de depicts the very real situation of homeless and drug addicts on the streets of Kensington, Philadelphia. It is one year of video footage giving an eye-opening perspective into the world not seen or experienced by most people. And this, the link of this video, ladies, is going to be posted under the description on my YouTube channel, Good Wine and Great Laughs. So if you like to watch it, that it's it's up to you. I make it easier for you to go right away, straight up to the video. So here we go. So we are all aware of the drug epidemic going on throughout the U.S. We are seeing the complete degradation of society. Lots of rampant drug use. We see it happening in parts of Seattle and Portland, San Francisco, Los Angeles, and the list goes on and on. And of course, right up with those cities is the infamous Kensington, Philadelphia. So what is going on here in Kensington? How have things gotten this bad? This widespread crime, virtually lawless streets, record unemployment, and a completely wide open drug market. Why did it happen here? Why is it so concentrated in this area? And when did all this start? Wow. A war zone. You, you hear the sirens in the background. It's, it's constant. They're just constantly going. So this is modern Kensington, Philadelphia. This is, this is the modern age. This is what is happening down here. On an everyday basis. Like you just said, it looks like a third world country. Garbage, needles everywhere, garbage everywhere. What happened to this place? Why is Kensington specifically so bad? And is it even reversible? Or is it possible? I don't know. Myself and Journey with Jay have been coming down here a lot over the course of this past year. Yes. Many times, you know, just talking to people and exploring different areas and seeing what was going on. And so we've compiled, both of us have compiled yeah. all kinds of crazy footage that we're going to show you. We're going to show you what it's like here. You're going to be blown away by this. Yeah, the guy that doesn't talk to me. 
an out-of-control situation. Drugs, crime, poverty. Life in Kensington is not easy or safe. But it wasn't always like this. Back in the day, there was an economic boom in Philly, with the textile and carpet manufacturing, just to name a couple. And people came to fill the need for workers in those factories. And it was a real melting pot of working class citizens. But a downturn in manufacturing happened here in the 60s and 70s, and those employment needs soon dried up. In fact, by 1975, about 75% of those industrial jobs and businesses were gone, moved away, or simply went out of business. And then came the poverty, the drugs, the crime. The 1970s, it was speed and cocaine, sold by city gangs and supplied by the mafia. The 1980s was the crack epidemic, and the 1990s came the heroin craze. A high-purity, snortable heroin flowed into this area and took over. And the drugs and violent crime grew like a cancer. And of course, that didn't just happen here, it was happening all over the country. But for Kensington, it was the combination of mass unemployment, an endless supply of abandoned houses and buildings to live in and use as drug houses. It was a perfect storm. Kensington became a virtual lawless drug paradise for those who partook. And into the 2000s, the pain pill epidemic, opioids, as it was becoming famous for its lawless open-air drug market. And you will find everyone down here, all walks of life, kids, parents, fathers, mothers, and it's a dangerous area, plagued with crime, drug dealers, drug users, sex workers, thieves looking to take advantage from anyone at any time. Yes, life in Kensington definitely comes with a price. What's your view on the, on the, on the how Philadelphia is handling uh, the uh, epidemic and everything? It's ridiculous that the city lets us go on like this, to be honest with you. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, come on. The police, they don't really do anything as far as like, oh, no, they're open like drug are, use? People are shooting up on the corners. They, they walk right by them, drive right by. They don't stop you. They don't arrest you. Nothing. And really, if you get um, arrested for buying drugs, they just take you down to the um, precinct and let you go. Wow. Now. Yeah, they used to arrest you, but now they, if you're a buyer, they just like, talk to you about like getting in the rehab and stuff. Okay. And then they let you go. Things on the street com six years compared to now. Um, It's gotten a lot worse. A lot worse. I say the past two years, like since the pandemic, it's been crazy out here with the shootings and the now there's like serial rapists out here. Supposedly, they had the massacre shooting not that long ago. The nine people got shot, and then people just randomly start shooting like during the day, ten o'clock in the morning. It's crazy. Wow. And, um, they don't care. My girlfriend just got killed at the park, uh, like Fourth of July weekend. She got hit by a stray bullet. She was and she was just getting her apartment and going to rehab. Like the next day, her and her boyfriend. And she got hit one bullet, killed her. So I've lost a lot of people out here. I know a lot of people have died.
So this is McPherson Square. Uh, most people just know this, the park, as the, the center of everything. But it's a whole area. It's probably 10 blocks of, um, well, it's more than 10 blocks, but a concentrated 10 blocks of lots of drug use along Kensington Ave especially, but you know, a lot of these streets are uh, really not good. So oddly enough, in the center of McPherson Square is the Free Library of Philadelphia. I don't know if anybody even goes to this. I mean, it's you have to literally walk through the crowd of drug users to get in here. And yet even crazier than that is that there is a playground just behind the library. The children who grew up here are exposed to this environment. They see it and they hear it every day of their lives. There was a changeover at some point where the heroin really became more fentanyl. And now there's this stuff, uh, well, they call it Trank, and it's, uh, I think it's called Xylazine. It's, it's basically like a horse tranquilizer. It's not really made for human consumption, but for some reason it's, it's in the drugs here, and um, that's what gives people, they get these really nasty open sores, and it's from that, from that Xylazine. So you see a lot of that down here, those sores and everything. It's really sad. All right, so I'm gonna take you over to see if there's any sex workers out right now and show you what that looks like over there. There's a uh, sex worker about to get in. You can see her feet standing there at the passenger side door. Probably discussing how much money. Yep, now she's getting in. A lot of prostitutes down in this street, this, this area here, this strip. Now they're pulling off. A lot of these girls out here are like, have been doing it since they were like 12, 13 years old. I've seen wow. them with their mothers too. <laughs> How does that work? They're just, they're both working out here? 
This one's been circling my car a bunch. But I am not interested in such activities. Ladies, like, like, like I stated before, this is a documentary. I'm just playing a little bit of it for you know, for some information that somebody is on the ground right now. And if you like to watch this documentary, it's about total minutes, about two, almost 20 minutes. I'm not gonna play the whole thing because my time on my podcast. But if you like to watch it, the link is going to be under the description on my YouTube channel, Good Wine and Great Laughs. And before I close it, before I give my two cents, my two cents on. This situation, there's another one video that I'm going to play right here. It's part of it from the Sky News. Talk about what's going on there as well. A different view from a different news outlet. We've been told to come to the junction of Kensington and Allegheny. We'd been warned that we would meet people in the lowest moment of their lives and under the train line, in the cold and the wind, in this northern suburb of one of America's great cities, there they were. It's grim, it's uncomfortable to see, to film, but then it is the reality here. And it isn't just a story about addiction, as if that wasn't enough. Because on the streets of Philadelphia, it's about something new. A substance that is being cut by dealers into the drug supply. And it's having the most devastating impact. It just came and it just it got worse and worse. Do you mind if I ask how long you've been using? Uh, for like the last 10 years. But these wounds are something new? Yes, very new. Like six months no. The wound is a consequence of a devastating new twist in America's drug epidemic. Thank you so much, guys. Because the substances he's addicted to are now mixed by dealers. Do you on Saturday? Come see me, okay? With something that's rotting his skin. It's called xylazine or trank, an animal tranquilizer cut with America's street drug of the moment, fentanyl. Itself utterly awful. It's volunteers who treat the wounds where they find them. It's going to be on his leg. Doctors, hospitals have no protocols for this. In the worst cases, they are amputating limbs. Is this something new, seeing the wounds? something that just started in the past nine months. On these streets, they're learning as they go. And almost everyone here seems to have the wounds. Sam is just 28. These are not injection site wounds. Like these are all wounds like other than injection site. This is kind of a common presentation that we've seen with these types of wounds with like with the the fentanyl and shrink. Is that it's kind of like random pustules and then they just they kind of erode through the skin really r- rapidly. So it, like you're probably fine one day and then all of a sudden these were there, right? Sam's story is such an insight into the stigmatized world 
of suffering and addiction. I have not been able to detox off the tranks successfully. It's just every time I get to day 10 and I'm still withdrawing, um, every day that I'm out here longer, it's another piece of, you know, my values, my soul, my essence of who I am is getting lost. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, how much can you take? And then you see these people here that are just a shell. There's just nothing there anymore. You just, and you know that, you know, they are living two minutes at a time of their life, like, just to get that use, and that's all that matters. And I'm so lucky that there's still more of me left. And it's literally decimating the American youth, you know. It's just the uh, quiet killer going on right now. The police are here, but this is not a neighborhood that could ever be described as policed. It's beyond the control of law enforcement. This left for. And so our guides through Kensington are Ronnie and Dawn. What's going on with your leg? Both in recovery from addiction. Angels in Motion is their charity. Here's another water for you. And from our time with them, it's so clear that for the people here, they truly are angels. I've been to more funerals than you then you know. Um, because you get to know these the yes. people so well. Yes. And like I have their pictures in my phone, their cell phones, because I've treated, you know, I've helped them out so much and then they've passed away and I can't get rid of the phone number and all that. Want a snack bag? Is that all your hair? It's gorgeous. Stay safe, okay? There you go. How safe are all right, ladies and gents, like I say, I play part of, uh, part of the report. And once again, if you like to watch it, the link for each one of those is going to be available on my YouTube channel under the description of it. My two cents about this, ladies and gents, it's a very, very, very sad situation. I'm seeing, I was watching the images, this like completely terrible. Thank God I never used drugs in my life. I never associated myself with the people that go to deep drugs, you know. I know some people that smoke weed, but I'm talking about this this all these chemical drugs that basically change the whole the whole balance of hormones and everything, the whole human body. You know, one thing that caught my attention was this guy named Sam, 28 years old, ladies and only 28 years old. And then he said that these drugs take the essence of the people. They look like just shells. You know what I mean? It, it, it's just crazy how bad the drug situation is and the, and the devastation on this place named Kensington, Kensington, Philadelphia, the neighborhood called Kensington, Philadelphia. It's just crazy. And, I mean, basically, I don't know what I... I I never experienced that, you know, I don't know family members or friends that are addicted to that type of drugs that basically completely destroy your life, you know, completely destroy your life. And then also, that's also a situation that the, the neighborhood that was a very thrill neighborhood back in the days with the factories and all that, they want to start losing the basic of life, such as, you know, have a good job that you can provide for yourself and for your family, and then come the desperation of you not being able to pay your bills, not gonna be able to feed your family or to feed yourself, and then you get lose your job, you not lose the job, we're gonna lose your your place of residency. Now you're in the streets, 
It's just like there's no ball situation that keeps going on and on and on. Now, in order for you to gear, get away from reality, start using to stop the drugs. And another thing that caught my attention on the report is because the, one of the drug users say that the fentanyl, the regular fentanyl, the, the, the drug dealers are selling for $10 a bag. Now this one, the fentanyl, the, with this new horse tranquilizer, is sold by five. You know what I mean? So if a drug dealer, you know what I mean, drug, drug dealer, if a drug user, that's a, that's a, that's a deal. That's a steal right now. I can get higher, high for less money, you know? And but the images are completely terrible. You know, it's eating, basically eating the flesh of the the, the arms and the legs and the shoulders. It's, it's, it's crazy. And just the image of the people that literally do like a zombies. They just like oh, it's with, oh my god, it's so so terrible. It's so terrible. So terrible. Now, if you want, if you live in, in Philadelphia, and want to help? That's the lady that. Was we'll talking about on the report, the last one, I think it's Angels in Motion. That's the name of her organization. So if you like to if you live in Philadelphia, if you want to, do, or if you're not living in Philadelphia, you want to help this organization that tries to some way, somehow help the drug users. It's called the Angels in Motion. That's the name, Linda. So if you feel in your heart to help, it's up to you, you know. It's just simply sad, sad situation. And all I can say is, is pray for these people, you know, and ask for God's intervention in this situation because it's, it's a very, very, very situation, ladies and gents. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to thank all of you people that listen to this awesome and international podcast. Please keep it sharing with all your friends and family. Good wine and great last podcast has come all the way from the bottom and move straight to the top. And it should be the number one spot. So please feel free to visit my YouTube channel, subscribe, leave your comments. And click on the like button every time they watch one of my videos. I appreciate that. Those two clicks, ladies and gentlemen, is going to help my YouTube channel grow even faster. So once again, this is a boy Casanova. Please be safe, be kind, and be blessed. And I see you next week. Enjoy your weekend. Holla. Pushing my back like a push out on the block Holding my girl, suck up up as get lost Coming from the bottom, moving straight to the top Coming with the pull up for the number one spot Pushing my back like a push out on the block Holding my girl, suck up up as get lost Coming from the bottom, moving straight to the top Coming with the pull up for the number one spot Pushing my back like a push out on the block Holding my girl, suck up up as get lost